Hello, everyone. Welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 193. And today, everybody in this story is tired or overwhelmed or hungry or uh, needing a bit space, a bit peace and quiet. I don't know if you imagine Jesus as the type of person who needed his own space, needed to get away from everyone. But interestingly enough, on more than one occasion, the scripture speaks about this, that he needed to get away from everyone. In fact, there's a great line that says um, in one of the gospels that he didn't want anyone to know where he lived. You know, he was living in this particular place and it was like, I don't want ever anyone to know I'm here. Why? Because uh, he needed rest. He needed time to be, he needed time to be restored. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. Yeah, it's really worthwhile noting that Jesus is not beyond human need. And neither are his students, the disciples, and, and of course, neither are us. You know, what we all have human needs. But here's the thing, uh, Jesus and, well, Jesus' students, the disciples, will have to learn how to do this. They'll have to learn how to restore themselves. And this is not an easy thing to learn. It wasn't easy back in Jesus' day, and it's certainly not easy today where we can be distracted. No, I'm going to say, I was going to say busy all the time, but I think today it's more like that we can be very distracted all the time. And even if we have free time, we can be, you know, looking at the internet or on a movie or listening to music. Or It's very, very hard actually to learn how to be restored, true rest. So this is more than about taking a bubble bath or going fishing or something, right? So like I said, everyone in, in the story is, is kind of worn out today. And for Jesus, knowing how to properly inhabit your body or tend to your body, care for it, is of utmost importance. And this isn't just Jesus. This is the entire New Testament, interestingly enough. And actually into the Old Testament, this is what Sabbath rest is all about. It's about knowing how to look after your body because many people just treat their body like a machine. You know, they just keep going, 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 going until it hurts. And then they stop and then they take a pill so that it, it gets better, right? I mean, there's no listening to the body, right? It's just treated like, you know, a machine until it doesn't work. That's really not um, the way that that Jesus viewed the body. I mean, the, we're... <laughs> This, our body's house, the, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So this is a, a big deal. Um, yeah, it makes a difference how we care or not care for our body, how we protect it or don't protect it, um, what I consume, how I use it or overuse it. 
um, makes a difference. The body has its own intelligence if we know how to pay attention and listen. You know, some of us are made in such a way that we're in our head most of the time, or our heart for that matter, and our emotions. And so it's easy for us to just ignore our bodies until something's wrong. But, you know, a well-rounded, balanced life pays attention. We, we pay attention to all of us because we're, we're made up of many different aspects. So this body intelligence is an interesting thing to just think about. And, um, yeah, and so Jesus speaks about this today. Actually, I think that this is really at the heart of Sabbath rest. Uh, it's been... Uh, Sabbath rest, a lot of times people will say, oh, that's about going to church. Actually, it's not. I think you can go to church and do a spiritual bypass, not grow, not learn a thing, and your mind can be doing a million other things while you're sitting in a church service. You don't necessarily leave restored and renewed. So I certainly don't think that Sabbath is about sitting in a church somewhere. But anyway, that's, an, that's another subject. So today, uh, Mark, t Mark 6, we're in, the disciples... Uh, start to talk to Jesus. So this is the story. It's really short. Because they've all been out doing their mission on their own. I mean, the background is, this is like halfway through Jesus' ministry. So the students are at a point where they know enough to go out and try things, go out on their own. Because the idea was, and still is, that once you begin to taste wholeness. Once you begin to receive healing, uh, receive integration, uh, receive salvation, that's the word wholeness, um, there is a natural desire that you want to pass that on to people around you. It's, it's sort of a natural thing that happens. You know, when your life is changed or when your life is being changed and you found something really helpful, we tend to want to pass it on. I mean, even simple things like finding a great place to eat. You're going to say, I found this great place to eat, right? So I think that true evangelism is the old word. That's what's really at the heart of it. It's like, I have found something so life-giving and good. I have to tell you about this. So very, very quickly after the students were with Jesus about a year and a half, they're sent off on their own to do their own work. So they've been off on this mission and they come back. And Jesus notices that they are tired, they're worn out. And he says to them, as well, the disciples, of course, tell him everything that's happened and how things have gone. And, and Jesus' response says that, I want you to, this is the line, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest. That's just the line. That's just the one line. We'd say, 
you've got to get away from this and you've got to rest. You are tired, you're hungry, you're overly stimulated, you're exhausted, you have to come away. Now, I don't know if the disciples knew they were exhausted. Sometimes we don't know we're tired because we can get into this pattern of just we just keep doing what, we're, what we've always done. And, and it is possible to just go through months and months and months of really not paying attention to our bodies at all because we're, we're on task with something else. It really is a red flag, and it shows us that we're absolutely not integrated in our spirituality because, uh, again, we're treating our body like a machine and we're completely stressed out. So it's just interesting to me that Jesus saw this in his group. And you know that when you're tired and when you're hungry, you're really not at your best to help anyone. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're exhausted, you can't really advise or counsel well. You can't really even make decisions well. When you're distracted with tiredness, I mean, you can push through it, but still, you know, you're absolutely not at your best. So they're all exhausted and they're tired. And interestingly enough, Jesus is tired too. He's tired for a different reason. His was more of an emotional tiredness because he's exhausted because his cousin, John the Baptist, had recently been killed by Herod. I won't go into the story, but John was an outspoken teacher, and he wasn't afraid to criticize the establishment, and, uh, which he did. He did criticize Herod and his power and his wrongdoing, and he ends up in Herod's jail, and later on he ends up being killed. So this has just happened, and G Jesus is grieving. So there's another area we, we often don't think about, did Jesus grieve? Uh, yes, because he's human, right? Did Jesus have emotions? Yeah, because he's human. Did he get tired? Yeah. Did he not want people to know where to find him? Yes, at times he wanted to hide. So if you've ever felt, oh, I just need to get away. I just need to be by myself. I, I, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see anyone. That's not always a bad thing at all. Now, of course, everything can, we can do everything to the extreme. Um, yeah, 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 we know that. We can do everything to the extreme and it can be a way of avoiding. But there is a part of health, spiritual health, emotional health, that recognizes I need to be away from all of this, whatever all of this is, whatever it is that is wearing you down. And so the passage tells us that they went off on a boat to a deserted place all by themselves. And this happens a number of times. You'll notice this as you read through Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, that Jesus will disappear. Sometimes he goes with the disciples, but often he goes alone. 
Often he'll go alone. This time the disciples are with him. So sometimes it's very obvious things in a passage, in a scripture reading, that can reveal things to us. I mean, you wouldn't think, you know, Jesus saying to his disciples, you're tired, you need to be restored, you're hungry, you're stressed, we need to get out of here, we need to leave. You wouldn't think that that could actually teach you much on one level, but it's these small lines of scripture that reveal a lot to us. Because within that, within that line, when Jesus says, you need to get away, he's basically saying, you're, you're not living a balanced life. And disciples, you're going to have to learn balance if you're ever going to last long. You know, it's, it's not... It's not everyone that can work hard and also retreat and know how to be filled. Lots of us can work hard. It's entirely different to know how to stop and be restored. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you, you might be this way yourself or you'll know people. They're on the go all the time. And the problem is, is that they are distracted and they're frazzled. And, and then, of course, there's other people that you, they barely go off the couch, right? That's the other extreme. The art of balance. It's not easy. But it's something that Jesus calls our attention to on more than one occasion. Now, like I said, he said to the disciples, you know, we need to be restored. Uh, he did call this Sabbath. He did call it Sabbath rest. And true Sabbath rest, right? Not as in going to church and listening to somebody talk or singing a few songs. That could be restorative or you might be sitting throughout the whole time thinking about something else, right? So there's no guarantee that that is going to restore you. Uh, Sabbath rest is, you have to be a little bit creative with a Sabbath rest and find out what it is that's going to help you know what's yours to do, help you know when to stop, Knowing when to start something and knowing when to stop something is very important. So right at the beginning of the disciples' internship, it's as, as though Jesus is saying, now look, if you keep up this pace, first of all, you're going to burn out and you're not actually going to be of any use to anyone because you're not going to be able to do this well. You're never, ever going to be a healing, loving, non-anxious presence in this world if you're so frazzled. It's just not going to happen. So it's like, students, you know, what's your priority here? How are you bringing balance to your life? How are you bringing balance? Now, from the disciples' perspective, they're saying, well, we're just doing as much as we can possibly do. We're trying to do what you want us to do, Jesus, right? You told us to go on this mission. You, we, we're, 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 we're learning to do what you do. We're, we're going to be healers in this world. 
That's what you want us all to be, right? And whatever way that we do that, isn't that the idea? We follow you, our lives are changed, and then we pass that on, because we're changed. Yeah, yeah, Jesus would say. But uh, do you know when to stop? Do you know when to stop before you get exhausted? Uh, maybe not. Maybe you're going to have to learn this. Pay attention to what your body is telling you. You know, we're, we're in our heads a lot, meaning uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in our thought life. A lot of stuff going on in our thought Lots of it's unproductive stuff too, but nonetheless, there's a lot of stuff going on in our, in our thoughts and there's a lot of stuff we're feeling, you know, in our hearts. But this is a different kind of knowing and intelligence and paying attention to. It's the idea of learning how to restore yourself and listen and pay attention to your body. You don't just push through tiredness. You don't just push through pain. You don't ignore things like that. It's like, why do, why do people keep making wrong choices? Why do people not learn? Well, one of the reasons is, is because they've never learned to go to that quiet place for a sense of renewal and direction. So you need to be in a quiet, open space before you can receive anything, right? Any kind of wisdom from God, we have to sort of settle down before we can receive anything. So we have to find ways that we can be quiet, internally quiet I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a quiet place. I'm talking about the heart space here. Uh, it's, it's not necessarily a physical place we go to because I could go out on the open space and I could walk for a couple of hours and spend two hours worrying about something. That's not restoration. I could go into a church sanctuary and spend an hour and a half worrying or planning or fixing a problem in my mind. That's not... Sabbath rest. That's not restoration. I could be reading my daily meditation or devotion and then forget about it and go right back into what I did yesterday and the day before. See, there's no change, in other words. There's no transformation. So the disciples, before there's going to be any major transformation that's going to last, they're going to have to learn this new rhythm of being you can't just keep giving out. And Jesus takes this fact that they're tired and he uses it to teach them about the importance of learning how to find renewal and restoration, accessing that quiet space. Now, there is a strong possibility you're going to have to do this by yourself. Now, I know this is really hard, especially if you've got lots of children running around. <laughs> it's a challenge, you know. 
Uh, you might have to do it when you're in the car driving. But there is definitely a need for our body in order to be able to receive all it can receive to settle down and get in that place where we can uh, listen to the still small voice and rest. And that's what Jesus has shown his disciples very, very early on in their spiritual awakening in their lives. It's like, this might seem like a basic thing, but if you don't get this, you will never grow. You'll stay exactly the same, and the same things that tripped you up 10 years ago will still trip you up today. And one of the reasons is, is simply because you've never taken the time to look after yourself so that you can hear and listen to the guidance of God. So there's the prayer and the heart cry. It's like, God will help me listen to what my body is telling me. What am I feeling in my body? What is it actually telling me? And what do I have to do to give myself this downtime that I need that I might be refreshed. That's the word you're looking for. You're looking for refreshment. That, there's the prayer, there's the heart cry. God, lead us, show me, show me one step that I can take today that leads me toward refreshment and restoration. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.